Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Fantasy Injury Team Podcast. I am your host, Joe D'Amico, joined as always by the doctor of physical therapy, Tom Christ. And ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, July 24th. I'm on my way to California tomorrow afternoon. I'm very excited. But Tom, before we go, got to get a quick mock draft in. How you doing, brother? Um, I'm well, man. So remember what my situation was last week on the show? Uh, with the no AC. The no AC. Guess what I come? did? Guess what I did this weekend, Joe? I-, I hope you bought an AC. I went out and scored an awesome portable AC unit, Facebook Market, only two hundred bucks. Absolute steal. It's a good deal, homeowner, right there. And uh, you're starting to make improvements. Love to hear that, Tom. And uh, we got we got some mocks here ahead of us. I mean, it's still early, a little Monday mock action, but guys at home. It is never too early. Me and Tom are a little crazy. We've been doing this probably since June, but this is where you get your practice in. Don't be that person. I feel like the teacher and coach is coming out of me. Don't be that person that waits until, you know, a week before your draft. You got to practice every situation. That's what makes good fantasy owners succeed. Practice getting, for example, my home league, I got six pick. I've practiced getting Kelsey. How do my teams look? I've practiced with getting Bijan Robinson. I've done all these different practices. You guys got to do that. We're going to have fun today. Um, Tom, want to talk a couple injury news pieces first? Uh, yeah, I mean, with, with camps open now, uh, there's going to be an influx of news coming in every minute, it feels like. But we've definitely got two, uh, two notable ones today to talk about. Um, just the, the unfortunate news that Naeem Hines of the Bills was involved in a jet ski accident that apparently uh, led to a, a torn ACL. His season's over, unfortunately. Um, right now, the, the report is, I'm only seeing ACL. Let's hope that's the case. Let's, but with a, a high-impact traumatic collision like that, it's certainly possible that there's other structures injured. Uh, my first thought, actually, was, was for fracture. With, it sounds like he was sitting on the jet ski and someone else rammed into him in his knee, I guess. Um, so it wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been surprised if, if, if a bone broke. Um, yeah, his season's over. Unfortunately, good news is he'll have like 13 months of rehab to be ready for week one next year, which is a lot of time. So that's definitely in his favor, but unfortunately for this year, season's over. And then other news we got today, Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been dealing with the, uh, the foot fractures from last season, underwent procedure in, in March, I believe it was. He is fully cleared to go. And I don't expect that to hinder his production whatsoever. Being a pure pocket passer, he's going to be just fine. So all good. All systems go with Jimmy G. But yeah, I mean, sad news about Naheem Hines, Tom. I don't know how, you know, fantasy perspective here and 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 I guess outlook. I don't know how much of a role he was going to have. He's been a guy historically, right? Pretty good on, on special teams, a good third down player, pretty young. I'm looking right now. He's still 26 years old. We wish him the absolute best, of course. But just fantasy, you know, fantasy-wise, could give James Cook a little bit more of a bump. You know, he's, he's that number one guy on their depth chart right now. They still got the, the experience, well, newly the experienced Damian Harris. Harris, Lat Murray's on the team, uh, but you know, could be a little bit of a bump to James Cook. We'll talk about that a little bit more on some of our running back shows, but we wish him the best. Hope he is okay. Hate to hear that. All these freak injuries, man. I mean, it, it's so many, and that's what that's what we're here to do, Tom. We're, we're going to try to cover them, especially during you know when they start to ramp up their activity, right? I mean, this is obviously nothing to do with football, but 
you know, we'll be able to keep an eye on these things and, and give you guys the best inside information about how they're going to fare and how they're going to recover. But let's move on, Tom. Let's do our, well, this is going to be my first, I guess, mock draft with somebody else this year. Never too early. But we are going to be using the Sleeper app. Uh, we're just going to go standard. We'll do some different ones throughout the year here on this. We'll call it Mock Draft Monday, baby. But we're going to go 12 team, half PPR, one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, two flex spots. Tom put a kicker and a defense in there. We'll uh, probably won't pick them, but <laughs> let me let me take those out real quick. But uh, can you still can you still do that? Is I that, think okay. I think I can. Now, my league now has no – we just got rid of the kicker last year. Some people were pissed. I've been doing fantasy my whole life. and you Kicker got some and defense are, like, are gone. All right. I still kind of like the defense in there. I don't know. I like um, a kicker. I don't – I've never – like my home league has never since seventh grade, which is what, 2005, 2006? I don't know. Something like that. We've never – we, We've never used defense, and it's great. A lot of luck, um, and I always feel like I pick one of the top couple, whatever. I usually wait till last round or second to last round. I get one of the top ones, and they still don't. It's, just, it's a lot of streaming, which is fun. It adds to it, but I was a guy that was born and raised on defense, on kicker, on all that stuff, but tough to see it go. But I do see a lot of le- – I mean, there's so many crazy leagues here before we start – Adding a flex. We added a flex last year. It just made it more fun. I it mean, is. it changed like it's the record books, like – the record books changed and total whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, but it was fun. They could added some spice to the league. So here we go. Tom is going to be picking from the fourth slot. We did this randomly and I'm going to be picking from the 11th spot and we'll take you through. Maybe we don't do eh, You know, let's do 13 rounds. Not bad. Let's take you through. We'll talk about some players. You know, I, I'm a big positive, negative guy. I got my list here. I got my detailed notes. So I'm going to literally talk you through what my train of thought is. I'm going to give you positives on guys, negatives on guys. Tom will do the same. Let's get it kicked off, Tom. You ready? I'm ready to go. Here we go. And we're off. Number one pick goes Justin Jefferson, which I don't think is going to be surprising in many leagues this year. You can't really go wrong with him, CMC, even Jamar Chase. So those are your first three. JJ, CMC, Jamar Chase, and it's up to Tom at the 1-4. So obviously here, there's tons of talent left. I'm of the belief that in the first round, just don't lose your draft. So, so with that, I'm looking at Travis Kelsey is certainly someone who's probably not going to lose me my league. We've got Cooper Cup here coming off the high ankle sprain with the tightrope procedure. Turning 30, I believe, 29-30, but still has so much game in him. And, and that's an injury that... As, as we'll get to when we cover our receivers, I, I don't expect that to hinder his production whatsoever. And, and Stafford, by all reports, should be, you know, back on the field this year. I know we talked about our concerns with him la- on a few episodes ago, but for the duration that at least Stafford's playing there, which he's been an Ironman for much of his career, that relationship with Stafford and Cup is so good. And then we've also... Also got Austin Eckler and Tyreek Hill or other ones I would consider here, but I'm going to go with Cooper Cup because he's a machine, and I don't expect this injury to hinder his production at all this season. He should be 100% fully ready to go. Now, that type of injury does potentially lend to to future injury if he was not able to regain all the motion in his ankle, which we don't have that information. But even as such, it's it's 
it's not a, a major increase in injury risk that outweighs how good Cooper Cup is. Fair enough. Um, I love Cooper Cup there, man. You didn't even really consider quickly Bijan. No consideration for you? Are you worried that he because I he's a rookie? I do or... love Bijan, and I think he's going to be very good this season. He, I just think that's a little early for him where I want someone where I know what I'm getting with them. Okay, a hundred percent lock. I love Bijan in that spot, uh, at least in the five six spot. But really can't go wrong. Once again, one of the safest fantasy players, Cooper Cup. On he was on a ridiculous pace last year. So welcome back. Love that. After him goes Travis Kelsey, Austin Eckler, Tyree Kill. There goes Bijan at eight. Digs at nine. I'm not going to say it's early for him, but okay. There's still some really good talent left. And Team Ten takes Barkley. I'm on the clock. Pick eleven. So immediately I look to wide receiver and running back. A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb are the top two. But I have to go running back here. I mean, I am right now between, so available now at the 11th pick, J.T., Chubb, Henry, Jacobs. There's other guys as well. Uh, I really, really, really like Chubb this year. Jonathan Taylor at the 11th pick is stare him in the eye, man. Matt Ryan was bad last year. I think this offense in general is going to be vastly improved. This is a guy, right, who scored 32 touchdowns in his first 32 games. Don't forget, 2021, guy had one of the best career years fantasy-wise. He's a special type of running back. Um, even with, like, Richardson. Tom, I don't know if we could pause this. I guess I'll make my pick, JT, as you hear it. Um <laughs> I think linebackers are going to have to respect um, him running a little bit more. They're not going to be able to run right to him. I mean, I know that some goal line carries might be poached away. Um, and I know that there's some concerns overall with his receiving work. But JT at 11 to me, I think it's a discount. Uh, the depth chart behind him is terrible. Got to pull the trigger there. So what do you think, Tom? I, I, I think it's fine. I, I've, I would have probably gone Nick Chubb there simply because I just think that out of any running back who could surplant CMC and some of the other top guys as the RB1 on the season, I think Chubb has a tremendous opportunity there. We know he's an outstanding runner. He's not a bad pass catcher. He's just never been used in that role, but he may have to step into that role this season. And even just an uptick of 15 or 20 catches could go a long, long way for him being one of the top, if not the top running back. 100%. I almost think Chubb is a lock to be a top five. I think his floor is tremendous. His floor is outstanding. His floor is like top seven. I think there's like no doubt. But his ceiling could be, I don't know about one, but his ceiling could be up that high. And Tom, great news. At the swing here, at the turn, A.J. Brown goes and C.D. Lamb goes. Paul, if this ha I mean, I'm already getting excited. Here. This is why I love fantasy football. So I get JT, and then to piggyback off what you were saying, Tom, Nick Chubb is still there. I have to pull the trigger, load my running backs up from the start, half PPR. I think, listen, you're never going to get this type of value again. Guy was RB6 last year, right, with guys behind him. His stats have been incredible his whole career. His touchers are there. His upside's there. Plus, Watson is probably going to be the best quarterback he's ever played with, right? There's no one else there to compete, and Tom, as I click the draft button and have a big smile on my face, I think if he just increases a little bit in the receiving game, just a little bit, because he might have to, Nick Chubb's a lock. So start me off, baby, with JT, Nick Chubb. After him, uh, starting off the second round here, we got Derrick Henry. 
ugh, the early Patrick Mahomes, early second round, uh, just not not for me. Not for me either. He's he's special, but that's that's not Very for me. Good. With all this talent, no shot. Devontae Adams goes. Amon Ra goes. Josh Jacobs goes, and another quarterback goes. So it's up to Tom at the two nine with Cooper Cup in his pocket. Okay, a lot of on that board. So this is tricky because I love who's available on the board right now. We've got Garrett Wilson, who I think, like how I was saying, I think I genuinely think Nick Chubb could finish his RB1. I genuinely think Garrett Wilson could finish his receiver number one on this season. And you're also big on Rodgers this year as well. I'm big on Rodgers this year. And and Rodgers even said today or yesterday that Garrett Wilson reminds him of Devontae Adams. And that was a nice relationship for a long time. That's all we need to hear for his ADP to go up five picks. Oh, I know, right? (laughs) We've also got Jalen Waddle, who is just so, so good. You know what you're getting there. And Joe, we've also got our guy, your guy, Mr. Tony Pollard, who I also feel has a bona fide path to RB1 on the season. So what I need to consider here, I went wide receiver in the first round. I don't hate going receiver, receiver, but I am a man of balance. I like things balanced. Not saying that I would absolutely always balance my roster like this, but I am going to go with Tony Pollard because I legitimately think that he's got a shot to be the RB one. Him and Nick Chubb are like my two favorite running backs this year. So this is unique because me being the injury guy, the first two guys I picked are coming <laughs> off of major ankle surgeries. And that just shows my confidence in their ability to return to their elite levels, recognizing that there is still some increased risk, from before they had the injury because Joe, what is the number one risk factor for future injury? Age and prior injury, Tom. That's correct. Now Pollard's younger than Cup, so the age isn't necessarily working against him, but the the major ankle surgery certainly could influence future injuries. But still I, I see the reward far outweighing the risk there. Sure. And just to throw a quick tidbit, I know you're on the clock here, but Pollard was RB eight last year playing less than 52% of the snaps. No one's saying Pollard's going out playing 80, 90%. You give that man 65, 70% of the snaps. Elite (laughs) production. Absolutely forget about it, yeah. So after him goes Mark Andrews. We have our second tight end off the board. Then Garrett Wilson. Now to the one, uh, to the turn. At the one goes Jalen Waddell. First pick of the third round, Brees Hall. Then goes Ramondre Stevenson, T. Higgins, and Tom, back to you with Cooper Cup and Tony Pollard on your squad. Yes, and I know exactly what I'm going to do here because, Joe, I've practiced a lot of mock drafts, and I absolutely love this guy. But just to read off the board, we got Jalen Hurts, Najee Harris, Chris Olave, Devontae Smith, Travis Etienne. For me, it's without a question Chris Olave. I mean, he showed in his rookie year that he has superstar written all over him. He gets an upgrade at quarterback. And, I mean, we talked to our guy Tano last week from the Saints on the show, Tano Passano, defensive end. And he was raving about what this offense is going to look like. So I'm really, really excited about Chris Olave. I'm trying to get him everywhere. He's a guy that I am not leaving very many drafts without. You get your hands on a young talent like that. I mean, it's almost like you see how early Garrett Wilson's going. I mean, this draft only like five or six picks before. He could match his production. Garrett Wilson, special. I think Garrett Wilson gets such the bump because everybody's thinking Rodgers, Rodgers, Jets offense, all that hype. Fine. It's, 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 it's 100% granted. But Olave could be just as special as him with Derek Carr, a quarterback, for sure. So after him, Najee Harris, then rookie Jameer Gibbs, another quarterback, Jalen Hurts, then Devontae Smith had a great season last year, of course. 
DK Metcalf, who I don't love, and then Lamar Jackson goes at pick 10. Did we make quarterbacks like six point? Maybe we did. In the, no, they're four. No, still. it's regular. All right. We got some guys taking quarterbacks. Okay, so I'm sitting here, minute 20 left. I have Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb. Tom talks a lot about balance. If there was a running back for me in this situation that absolutely stood out to me, I don't know, somehow if Ramondre Stevenson fell, even Jameer Gibbs, who I really love, I would have to take them. There's guys like ETN on the board, Ken Walker, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon. Fine running backs, but I'm going to pivot over, look at wide receiver, where I see Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, even Calvin Ridley. Um, now, I want you guys at home to get something out of your head. And it's that, key, for me at least, but I want to apply it to you because that's what I'm doing, that Keenan Allen is washed up and that Keenan Allen is old, and that Keenan Allen is injury-prone for some reason, okay? He's going to be my pick here, and I'll tell you why. From weeks 12 to 18 last year, when he was healthy, he was the wide receiver three. Played 13 or more games in his previous five seasons, so debunk the injury-prone thing. Kellen Moore going to give this offense, I think, as the OC, a huge boost. They might throw the ball more than anyone. Slept on because he's a little bit older, in points per game last year, dude was wide receiver four, okay? Still got it, right? Mike Williams, we know, is behind him there, but or, or, or wide receiver two, guys rarely on the field. Sure, they drafted a rookie, Quentin Johnston. I love Keenan Allen this year. Talk about a guy who's not going to lose it for me, right? But I have, I mean, I kind of got some old heads on my team with Nick Chubb and, and Keenan Allen, not old heads, but got that experience. But I really like starting with him there as my first wide receiver. He's, I mean, he's been doing it for a long time at a high level. He's been so super consistent throughout his career. Maybe not, maybe not a league winner, maybe not a matchup winner, but someone that's going to get the job done. I am a little concerned on the injury front for him. And he missed a lot of games last year with recurring hamstring injuries, which we know it, that can be a pattern. That can be a pattern. Sure. Hamstrings have very high recurrence rates. Now he's had a whole off season to rehab. So hopefully they identified some of the factors that may have been contributing to those hamstring injuries and, and trained appropriately to overcome that. And I mean, him and Herbert have a phenomenal rapport. And with this receiving core and this offense in general, you can't double him because there's so many other weapons for them. So, yeah, I mean, as long as Keenan's playing, he's going to play at a high level. Absolutely. And going off the turn after him at the end of the third start of the fourth round, I would have taken Aaron Jones if he came back to me just because why not? I could talk a lot about him, but Joe Burrow also goes. So that puts me back on the clock. Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Keenan Allen. And I'm going to go back to the running back well here. I have my receiver. I'm comfortable. I'm at the point now where a couple of tight ends have been picked and I'm going to wait a little bit on that. You know, I didn't get one of the top dogs. Still some quarterback talent, but I'm going to stack my lineup with running back and wide receiver. Wide receivers, I don't love here. Mari Cooper, Debo Samuel, Calvin Ridley, we could talk about another time. Hopkins, but the fact that I see Joe Mixon looking at me still in the fourth round, again, my team might not be the sexiest team, but I have guys on my team that are going to get it done every single week for me. Listen, they added, I know he's got his off-the-field problems, Guy is still an elite talent. He's still young. He's in one of the best offenses in football. Behind him is Chase Brown, Travion Williams, Chris Evans. There's really not much behind him. Joe Mixon is going to have a solid, solid floor year. Again, he's going to be an RB2. I'm going to stick him in my flex. I'm going to go with Joe Mixon here. I like it. Past, 
I would have passed on Ken Walker and ETN. But. I would have probably gone either ETN or or Ridley, one of the, the Jacksonville boys. Um, probably Ridley. I think he's going to just pick up right where he left off. It may take a week or two, but yeah. man, what an elite talent! And, and Lawrence is really started to emerge last season. Ridley's someone that I'm also not leaving a whole lot of drafts without. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that he'll fall to me here. I'm not optimistic about it, but we'll see. I'm doubting it. The only thing that worries me about Travis Etienne is the drafting of Tank Bigsby and the fact that they didn't want to use Etienne that much last year, and they didn't want to overuse him. He's going to be a guy that has to be uber efficient, which I'm sure he will be. I just don't like that they drafted him and how much they're going to use him. Okay, but he goes to pick right after me. Then Amari Cooper, Justin Fields is going to be a popular name this year. J.K. Dobbins, Ken Walker, Miles Sanders. What do you know? Guess who fell? So we've got Debo Samuel, Calvin Ridley, TJ Hawkinson at the top of the list. I'm going to go ahead and take Calvin Ridley. He's a guy that just has the ceiling is as high as it gets. And, and you know, there's always some some risk when a receiver enters a new offense. But he's been with the team for over a year. He just couldn't play last year. And like we just talked about, Lawrence is emerging. Peterson's a really, really good offensive coach. I think this offense is going to be really good. This team's going to be good. and. Man, I just I just love rooting for the Jacksonville Jaguars, even though I'm not a Jags fan. I've got some good <laughs> friends who are, and they just bring it out of me. All right. And, of course, it's going to add to the hype, but Trevor Lawrence coming out, I don't know if you saw his statements about Ridley, talking about how he's an absolute freak. He runs routes like whatever he said, his hands are this. Like, listen, Calvin Ridley from what? two? It's been a while. Been a while. But that man's a special football player. So, Tommy, you got a lot of talent. We went opposite here. You have three receivers, one running back. I have three running backs, one receiver. But we're starting to see, you know, we're starting to see at least our patterns. We want to really uh, load up on those skill positions. After Ridley goes Debo, another tight end, TJ Hawkinson, DeAndre Hopkins, George Kittle, Justin Herbert, DJ Moore, and back to you at the 5.4. Yes, and I'm finding that these couple rounds, five, six, seven, are are the trickiest because it's a matter of are you sticking with your whatever your game plan was going into the draft or have things not gone how you thought that they would so what i am typically doing and of course i'm I'm doing all different kinds of mocks all different strategies but what i'm finding that i like the most is load up on running backs and receivers and then get my quarterback and tight end late so if i'm keeping that strategy in mind we're seeing terry mclaurin i've already got three receivers though Damian Pierce, Drake London, Jerry Judy, Christian Watson, Kyle Pitts, Chris Godwin, Cam Akers. I don't really love these running backs here. I just, I, I don't not like them. I just don't like them here. I think that there's more talent at receiver at this spot. So even though I've already got four receivers, I'm going to go ahead and take Terry McLaurin. Um, I, I know there's some question marks at the quarterback position, but I think the talent is, is remarkable. Um, I think it's a team that's going to be okay, but not great. So they'll be throwing the ball a lot at the end of the, at the end of the game, and uh, he's just a guy I really like this year. Really, really loading up on receivers. I mean, he he's a guy that when I play against him, like I'm like I'm not comfortable right now because he can go off. He he can do everything. He stretches the field, good at intermediate routes, amazing hands. He's a guy that can really explode in some weeks, and you get him in the fifth round, good upside there. Really pads your team, I think, Tom. Then Damian Pierce goes, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, who I definitely would have taken. I was ready to pull the trigger there, fifth round. 
Dalvin Cook goes to Team 8. We're going to have to figure out who who they are, Tom. Is he on a team, Dalvin Cook? I don't think so. At the moment, he's not. So <laughs> Fifth round, though? I, okay, Until sure. he signs, I think that's early, but I do love taking him because you yeah. know he's going to sign, and he's not going to sign somewhere that's not going to play him. That's fair. Okay. Maybe I'm overreacting. Then goes Christian Watson, then Chris Godwin, and that puts me back on the clock, and I'm in need of what I think a receiver. Again, there's some running backs there. There's Akers available, Connor Swift, Alexander Madison, who I could go on and on about why he's going to be a bust this year. Uh, We will save that for another time, but I'm going to get another receiver. I'm going to take Jerry Judy. Um, Listen, last year was, (laughs) for the Broncos, horrendous. Absolutely horrendous last year, um, to say the least. But I think Sean Payton's going to come in, um, make some big improvements. Nathaniel Hackett, I talked a lot about him. I don't need to do it again. You know, I thought he was not the best coach. But last year, Jerry Judy. You think he ever figured it round. out? He never figured it out, darn it. <laughs> uh, I think Judy's a guy that's pretty safe, uh, pretty good upside. He's going to be the number one there. There's other guys involved, sure, drafted rookie. You know, we have Sutton and Tim Patrick. But wide receiver 26 last year with 100 targets. Uh, drafted around wide receiver 25. I still think I got some value here. You know, my team, again, maybe not the sexiest, but I think right now I've got a pattern. I got a team of guys who are going to go out, get the job done for me. And then in my next couple picks, I'm going to try to shoot for the stars with some upside. So I'm going to go Jerry Judy here in the fifth. And got to unpause it. Okay. At the turn, there goes Alexander Madison, then Cam Akers. So that's that's actually pretty good for the fourth, fifth, and sixth round for Team 12. They go Aaron Jones, Madison, Cam Akers. Not terrible. I'm on the clock here again. I already have three running backs, two receivers. So the world is indeed my oyster here. Don't really love any of the running backs here, the wide receivers here. Although I do see a guy running back with a little bit of upside. I'm a little worried about him, Rashad White. But I'm going to pull the trigger here, Tom. I'm going to go with Rashad White and really add some depth to my running back room. 24 years old, second season. Um, not many other contenders in the backfield. I got to take some shots on some upside guys. Maybe he does well. I think he should catch a ton of balls. So going to add to my upside there, Rashad White. I just think that team's going to be bad. Baker is not a great quarterback for that team, I don't think. Um, you know, in, in Cleveland, he always played with like two elite running backs and an amazing offensive line. He does not have that this year. He's got two receivers to, in, in Godwin and Evans who, who are going to demand the ball. And I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but I am out on, on Rashad White this year. I only took him because it was late, sixth round. I think their offense will be bad. I think you're right, but I think they're going to have to pass a lot. I think he's going to be on the field a lot, and I think that provides him with a good floor, but also I think he's just going to be on the field so much, so it's going to be a volume play there. All right. Then goes DeAndre Swift, Mike Williams, James Conner, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, Mike Evans. Tom, are you going to take anything else but a receiver? Tom's team, Cooper Cup, Chris Olave, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, and the one running back, Tony Pollard. It's a good one. But what do you got? Yeah, and, and I mean, I started out this draft by saying I like balance, and at, at the moment, <laughs> I am not very balanced. Um, and guess what? I still really don't like the running backs here, and I'm not going to reach on someone I don't like. The top running backs are Javante Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery. Um, I may have to pivot from my draft strategy and go with Dallas Goddard in the sixth round. I think he's an outstandingly talented tight end in an amazing offense. Jalen Hurts loves him. 
And I just think that's a good return of value. I, I, I think at in the late sixth round, that's a fine time to take him. And I think after him is a decent fall off at tight end. So I do like Dallas Goddard. After him goes David Montgomery, Michael Pittman, who, oh my gosh, you give Michael Pittman a, a throwing quarterback. Guy be picked in the second or third round. But with Anthony Richardson, see him going at the 6'11". Crazy stuff. Trevor Lawrence, Marquise Brown, we're in the seventh round now. Brandon Ayuk, there goes Javante. Never thought. I mean, Tom, we'll talk later about his injury, but very involved injury. I know you said you're kind of straying away from Javante, but the fact that we're seeing him go at 7-3 is just like absolutely insane. But he is gone, and you're I, up at the 7-4. Yes. So, and, and just a quick note on Javante. I think his ADP is going to continue to rise since he is at camp. Um, and we'll talk more about him on a running back show coming up. That's, a, that's the earliest I would take him, his 7. I'm, I'm not interested in him any bit before that. Looking at the draft board, we got Tyler Lockett, Darren Waller, Isaiah Pacheco, Alvin Kamara. If we look at more running backs, we've got James Cook, A.J. Dillon, Antonio Gibson. I'm going to go ahead and take James Cook right here. Just He's a second-year running back. Sometimes that's when they break out with the news of Naeem Hines going down. He really steps into that pass-catching role. And as of now, they haven't added anybody else. It's certainly possible they bring another running back in, perhaps his brother, in Dalvin. But for now, James Cook, I think, has some really nice upside. So in the seventh round, I think that's a great value. You're going to regret that when like 39-year-old Latavius Murray comes on the field and steals a touchdown as the fourth stringer. <laughs> yeah, you're probably you're probably right. They'll, they'll probably just give Lat Murray like 15 touches a game for just what happens, 3.1 yards per carry. I like Cook. That's seventh round is your RB2. Not the strongest RB2, but your, your team is strengths otherwise. So after him, Tyler Lockett, Alvin Kamara goes late for him, but impending suspension likely Isaiah Pacheco. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Darren Waller. Damn it. I needed the upside play. Darren Waller gone. George Pickens gone. Another upside type of guy. I don't really love him. Route running is not the best. So I am up right now. I've got four running backs and two receivers. So I'm going to try to stay away from a running back unless someone really stood out at me. There's not. A.J. Dillon, Antonio Gibson, Zach Charbonnet, Brian Robinson, not interested there. Some decent wide receivers on the board here. And I got to take my shots. So I'm going to take a shot. A little bit later, uh, a little bit later in the draft now, 7-11. Take a shot with Jordan Addison. Guy could be the number two there, right? Probably Love will it. be the number two there. Uh, Thielen's gone. Thielen's not good anyway. But in an offense that throws, 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 Kirk Cousins can easily supply, um, obviously, Justin Jefferson, but a couple other targets as well. So why not take Jordan Addison for the upside? I think All that's right. a fine pick right there. He's super. He just needs to drive a little bit slower. But other than that, that's a fine pick. Forgot about that. The 140, you know, whatever That's he did. Fast. Oh As a rookie, come on, man. Wait till you're in the year a couple of, oh leave a couple of years goodness. to do crazy stuff. But yeah, that is dangerous. Hopefully he stays out of trouble. And then we go to the seventh, end of the seventh, Traylon Burke, start of the eighth round here. More than halfway through the draft, Evan Ingram is gone. I'm up again. And oh my goodness gracious, where do I go here? My team is pretty well-rounded. I'm pretty happy with what I have. I do want to get a tight end. At this point, I don't want to miss out. So I've already missed out on the top dogs. Left in terms terms of my rankings is Pat Fryermuth, and then it's everybody else. There's a huge drop-off after Pat. I'm going to take him just to secure my tight end. I think he's a guy, again, that might not provide huge upside, but he was pretty good last year. Good security blanket for you know young quarterback Kenny Pickett. And uh, he really came into his own last year. had a pretty good year. So I'm going to snag my tight end so I don't have to think about it, get that out of my head. After him goes Kadarius Toney who will probably play two snaps this season. A.J. Dillon, 
Jahan Dotson, Antonio Gibson, so a couple of commanders back-to-back, Dak Prescott, then rookie Quentin Johnston, who we alluded to earlier, uh, of the Chargers. And you're up with the 8-9, Tom. Speaking of commanders, a few rounds ago, I picked Terry McLaurin. That was an auto pick. I ran out of time, and I just on the fly had to think of of why that was my pick. And I don't, I don't hate it. I do like him, but I would have absolutely <laughs> never noticed. You look great. I was like, oh, Terry. I, like, but, I don't want to play against him. Sure, but yeah, that, uh, that auto picked for me. So um, I, I do like him, but I would have at least consi- continued to consider other other players at that pick. But anyway, I'm sitting here. Round eight, Cooper Cup, Tony Pollard, Chris Olave, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, Dallas Goddard, James Cook. Top of the board, we got Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks, who is, other than last year, just like super consistent and on a new team now. We got Tua, Njoku, don't need a tight end, Gabe Davis, Zach Charbonnet, Michael Thomas, Anthony Richardson. So right now, I only have two running backs. I'm not that interested in a quarterback yet. I don't really need a receiver because I'm stacked there. Zach Charbonnet, he could be a nice pick. I mean, we know Seattle loves to run the ball. Ken Walker can't do it all himself, although he's very, very good. I think Charbonnet has some some nice value here in the eighth round, and that's going to be my pick. Listen, you don't invest in a running back in the second round if you're not going to use him. Um they're going to use them at some point. And They're we saw that, them. you know, we saw that's what the Seahawks like to do. Um, so not a bad pick there. I mean, especially if, God forbid, Ken Walker does go down, then you have an RB, high-end RB2 probably in your pocket. So good pick. There goes Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks, Brian Robinson, Rashad Penny, Samaje Piran, interesting pick with who knows how Javante Williams will recover and come back early in the season. Piran could be a good play. Picked in the ninth round, then Gabe Davis. And back to you again, Tom. At this phase, we're, we're in round nine. I'm really just looking for upside at this point. At some point, I need to get a quarterback. Two is on the board. I like Tua, but I don't, I'm not taking him here. I don't need a tight end. So now at receivers, we're looking at Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster, Zay Flowers, who the reports are raving about in Baltimore. At running back, we got Jamal Williams, Khalil Herbert, A-Chain, Damian Harris, but if, if I'm looking for upside, there's one guy on that list who I think has the most, and that's Zay Flowers. I'm going to go ahead and snag him. Took my pick. I definitely would have went with that. I don't think he was making it back to me anyway. So after him goes Tom's boy from last year, Michael Thomas, Anthony Richardson, Tua. I am going to be ho- – do you have a quarterback, Tom? I'm working on it. I'm going to be hosed at quarterback. So this team just picked Dak and Anthony Richardson back to back, but there's always someone in the home league that does that. There yeah. is. There really is. Always. I think that's why these AI models do that because they know that there's one idiot in your league that's going to do that. And he's always like, yeah, trade bait, trade bait. I'm like, all right, dude, like whatever. I'll just take uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> My quarterback this year is going to be uh, CJ Stroud or someone like that. No, uh, two is gone. Jamal Williams, Khalil Herbert, Juju. I am up. Again, I'm pretty loaded with talent in terms of the running back. Got Mixon, got Chubb, got Jonathan Taylor, got Rashad White. I'm okay there. Always good to pad the room, but got Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy, Addison. I I set my team up at this point so I could kind of go any direction. Pat Fryer, I still don't have a quarterback. So now I'm just going best available. Um, there's A-Chain. Uh, how do you say that, Tom? I think so. That's uh, correct. Damian Harris, Elijah Mitchell, Jarek McKinnon, Tyler Algier, Kendra Miller. Ah oh, man, this is this is 
This is the tough part of the draft, Tom. I'm trying to go as quickly as I can here. I'm going to take Bateman. Listen, again, I'm kind of shooting for the stars. If he winds up busting at the 9-11, you know, not the end of the world, but we've been waiting for him to come out. And uh, there's still hype about him. I'll take Bateman. So there goes A-Chain. There goes Cortland Sutton. I am up. Real I'm quick, with Bateman, to... there's definitely – he's one we're going to be talking about a lot on the receiver oh, yeah. episode coming out. He's, he was placed on the pup today as he continues to, to recover from the Liz Frank surgery. Um, it sounds like he's he's quite behind schedule. There seems to be some irritation, inflammation in the surgical site. But that doesn't mean that he can't be ready for week one. He's one that we're going to closely monitor. Uh, again, our, our friends over at the 32 Beat Writers, if you're not following them on Twitter, go follow right now. Because all they do is retweet the the beat writers for the all beat the different writers, teams. damn it! <laughs> and and they'll even go through their reports and pick out the most uh, most notable quotes. Uh, great follow, and Bateman's one that we'll keep a close eye on. Yeah, those guys, those guys are excellent. They are they are outstanding. They do they do God's work on Twitter for the fantasy world. So I'm up right now at the ten two. Still need a quarterback, and at this point, with I don't know how many quarterbacks have been picked 12, 13. I'm going to take a guy coming off a career year last year who I think is easy to fade for a lot of people. Um, you know, it was his first good year in 10 seasons. I'm pretty sure you know who I'm talking about. It's Geno Smith. I think he's being a little bit disrespected right now at the quarterback. They just added uh, Jackson Smith, the Jigba. They're willing to throw quarterback eight last year. Geno Smith was in points per game going as the quarterback 14. Again, I said they added weapons. Seahawks are willing to throw. They were 22nd rush attempts last year. Even though we think they run a lot, they do, but they are willing to throw. I think he's being disrespected there. I'll take my starting quarterback in the 10th. There goes Eli Mitchell, or excuse me, Elijah Moore, my fault, Damian Harris. More tight ends, David Njoku, Dalton Schultz, who I know, Tom, you mentioned you, you like him um, as a safe tight end pick. Al Mazard, Kirk Cousins, and you are up at 10-9. I'm up. At this point, I should probably go ahead and snag my quarterback. Looking at the list, we got my guy, Aaron Rodgers. We also have Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson. This is a no-brainer for me. I'm going with Rodgers. He is, you know, there, there's he was injured last year. There wasn't really a true drop-off in his talent, and he had no receivers to throw to, nobody helping him until Watson finally broke out later in the season. Now he steps into an offense with weapons that was a, a good team around them, and we talked about how he's, he, he, he pretty much runs off a of spite. So last season when people started to doubt him, I think he's going to really feed off of that. He's still only in a year or two removed from the MVP. Aaron Rodgers is going to be my quarterback. And I, is he going to be QB1 on the year? No, but he's going to be just fine as your starting quarterback. But Tom, what did I say last show? He finished as a top 12 quarterback only in two games last year. Hasn't thrown for 300 yards since week 14 of 2021. Tom doesn't care. Not concerned. He's all in. Odell Beckham off the board next. What year is this? Jamison Williams, Elijah Mitchell, Daniel Jones, Cole Komet, Jarek McKinnon. Tom, you have three picks left. What are you doing at the 11-4? I do love that Jamison Williams pick. He is he's obviously suspended for six weeks, but we saw signs of his, him regaining his explosiveness last season. Detroit did the smart thing, easing him back after the ACL, the late ACL tear the year before. Jameson is a guy I really have my eye on is breaking out this season, but of course you're going to have to wait. So at this point, I, I don't need a quarterback. I don't need a tight end. I do not draft two of either of them. So it's just running backs, receivers at running backs. We're looking at Algier, Kendra Miller, Devin Singletary at receivers. We're looking at Jacoby Myers, Adam Thielen, Tyler Boyd, Darnell Mooney. 
There's only one person here that sings to me, and it's a bit of a risk because he's not practicing right now as he continues to to rehab his knee injury from college, but it's Kendra Miller. In the event that he he is able to to, to be productive and and you know, obviously he's behind Kamara, he's behind Williams, but we've seen the Saints in the past. Like remember when Alvin Kamara's rookie season, there's Adrian Peterson and Mark Ingram were there. And Kamara still found his way on the field and he made noise right away. Kendra Miller, highly productive in college, and I think he's gonna have a tremendous career. I like the pick a lot, especially to start the year with, again, Kamara uh, likely being suspended. Next goes Chig Okonkwo, then Dalton Kincaid, popular rookie tight end that we hear about all the time. Tyler Boyd, Jared Goff, Jacoby Myers, Adam Thielen. I am up with three picks left. My roster's full. I'm good. So now I'm just aiming running back wide receiver. Looking I'll take your side. pick if you don't want it. Ah, I got lots of picks. I got lots of ideas here. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going back to the running back position, and I'm going to take a shot with Tank Bigsby, just in case something does happen to Travis Etienne. Not that I have him, but Tank Bigsby, again, drafted. I think he's going to be used. I think he provides maybe a low-end flex, uh, flex play. We'll see what happens throughout the year. Maybe I have a shot there. Then Tyler Algier, Greg Dulcich goes. I am back up. Uh, some real tough names. Raheem Mostert, Ezekiel Elliott, the free agent is here. Donta Foreman, Devin Singletary, Darnell Mooney, Sky Moore, rookie Jonathan Mingo, Rondell Moore, Romeo Dobbs. I'm going to go with Sky Moore because why the hell not? The guy w- was touted last year as a, as a talented player. Didn't get opportunities last year. Kadarius Tony's on the roster. He doesn't play. Juju's gone. Ball's got to go somewhere. I know it could go to Kelsey 300 times, but Sky Moore, I like. Tom, on to you. Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Devin Singletary, Darnell Mooney, Sam Laporta, who I don't really know that much about. Tight end from Detroit. Uh, he's a rookie, right? Yes. I believe he's a yeah, rookie he's tight a, end. He's a lot of hype. A lot of hype, yeah. Um, I don't really know much about him. I just know the name. Dante Foreman, and you are up, Tom. Two picks left. Yes, two picks left. So right now, uh, my roster is Cooper Cup, Tony Pollard, Chris Olave, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, Dallas Goddard. James Cook, Zach Charbonnet, Zay Flowers, Aaron Rodgers, Kendra Miller. At, again, at this point, it's just just shoot for the stars. So I'm not going to take anyone that's old. I'm not going to take anyone that we know their role and it's not a star. So with that in mind, we're looking at Roshan Johnson, rookie. Jalen Warren, who has a lot of hype around him. He would need Najee Harris to go down, in my opinion, to really be, be – uh, Productive, but if if that does happen, then he could be highly productive at receivers. We're looking at Jonathan Mingo from Carolina. We're looking at rookie Rasheed Rice for Kansas City. So between all of those guys, I think I'm going to go ahead and take Roshan Johnson. Um, obviously behind That's my guy Khalil Herbert and Dante Foreman there, but those guys are good, and I I really like Khalil Herbert. That's a guy I haven't been leaving many drafts without, but. Those guys are definitely, you know, if Rashawn Johnson shows something, Chicago is going to put him on the field. Like, those aren't guys that you don't take off the field. Did back up Bijan at Texas, and that's probably a big reason why we're not hearing more about him. I think he would have been more a higher prospect if we did see him on the actual field more. But I like that pick, Tom. <clears throat> Rounding it out here. Here we go. Raheem Mostert, uh, Rasheed Rice, Jonathan Mingo, last round. Rondell Moore, Bryce Young, Zeke off the board. And it's up to you with your last pick, Tom. What are you going with? Yes. So all those guys other than Jalen Warren that I mentioned before have been picked. But at this point, I don't know that I need Warren. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with my running back room. 
which is Pollard, Cook, Charbonnet, Miller, and Roshan Johnson. Um, as far as a pure value pick right here, I'm seeing Michael Gallup there, who is being very much overlooked because of the signing of Brandon Cooks and because he didn't play well last year. Well, of course he didn't play well last year. He returned to the field seven and a half months after an ACL tear. That is not even close to enough time. I expect him to be a lot better this season. And I, I get it. The Cooks is going to take some targets away from him, but I think that there's still enough there. And Dak is talented enough to provide for three receivers while maybe he's not going to be a top 20 receiver. He's absolutely going to outplay this ADP of the 13th round. So Michael Gallup will be my last pick. Michael Gallup. All right. I am worried about Cooks being there for Gallup's value, but you said, why not, Tom? Jalen Warren, Nico Collins, Jeff Wilson, Romeo Dobbs, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett. I am up. And with the last pick, I'm going to take, shout out to uh, Tano Passanel. I'm going to take Rashid Shahid. Just nice. because he said, watch out for him. He's like, yo, I saw Tyreek. You guys should listen to our last show. It was awesome. It's like, I saw Tyreek run around. This dude's like him. He's like, he's, I think he said he's like that. So I was like, all right, you know what? If he's like that, sign me up. He could be my last player. So Tom, give yourself a grade and don't just say A plus, you dope. What do you got? Well, let's see. We got Aaron Rodgers, Tony Pollard, James Cook, Cooper Cup, Chris Olave, Dallas Goddard, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, Zach Charbonnet, Zay Flowers, Kendra Miller, Rashawn Johnson, Michael Gallup. I like it. I'm not in love with it. I wish I had more running backs here. Um, because of that, I'll give myself a B plus. But I do, overall, I think I got a lot of value where I drafted these players. I just wish my running back room was a little stronger. I agree with you. You were at a spot, though, where a lot of receivers were kind of falling to you, I guess. Olave in the third, and then your, your auto pick, Terry McClure. It's still good, though. I mean, listen, you got Tony Pollard. You got If you had a little more running back depth, I might be able to help you with that if this was a, a real league we were in, but I don't mind your team, Tom. My team, I don't know. I'm feeling average about it. Um, Geno Smith, the quarterback, I wish that was stronger. Running backs, I love. I probably have the best running backs in this mock league. I have Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Rashad White, uh, backup Tank Bigsby, Bigsby, excuse me. And then at wide receiver, I'm okay. Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy. Uh, let's see, got Jordan Addison, who I like on my bench, Rashad Bateman, Sky Moore, Rashid Shahid, tight end, Pat Fryermuth. B plus as well for me, Tom. I'm going to go B plus. I wish I had a better quarterback, but we were in a league where. Quarterbacks went, and sometimes for you guys at home, you got to roll with the punches, right? You don't got to jump just because the league goes on a run, right? Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. You don't got to do that. But, Tom, a lot of fun, man. First mock draft together. I just love mock drafting so much. Draft season's coming up. I'm getting ready to, to start planning my drafts pretty soon. Good, good stuff ahead. Text me in a half hour, and we could uh, do another mock draft together unrecorded just for fun. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll uh, we'll be back, I guess, next week with some running back shows, some wide receiver shows. We got a lot to still do in the preseason here. But thank you guys for listening. We are the Fantasy Injury Team. We'll see you next time.